SAFM Sports Special with John Sherriker. Covering every win, every loss, every draw. Time now for our regular cycling feature on SAFM Sports Special. John Kerriker on air with Maylene Painter, Cycling SA PR and Communications, Cycling's South Africa PR and Communications. Maylene, thanks for joining us. Thank you. How's it, John? And, uh, yeah, a great way to, to finish uh, the comrades today. And it's, it's always a sad scene to see those riders, uh, those, sorry, those runners when they get cut off. Um, at the finish. I keep wanting to bring up the only time I've ever done that is on a bicycle. I've done it one, two, three times riding into Durban because they're riding the Amashova, which is on the same route. And it's the most difficult yes. bicycle ride I find. And now people run it. I don't get it and I don't understand it, but one day <laughs> I will do it. So it's, it's deceiving because you would imagine that uh, for the Amashova, it's, it's a down cycle, but it, yeah. it's just anything but that. All right. Let's talk about some big events. First of all, Jiro is finished. I see Team Dimension Data finishing in the top 10. Sitsu doing well yes. there. Yes. Uh, Sitsu, uh, I think he ended up finishing 10th. Um, so it was, he was up and down between 9th and 10th place and 9th and then a, a, back again at 10th towards the end of the week. So, um, I think uh, well done to Team Dimension Data for protecting that uh, top 10 in the GC. And I've just seen a tweet uh, on Twitter from uh, that Doug Ryder has re- retweeted uh, the team's tweet, uh, sad news for Fansnail, which is Johan Fansnail, mm-hmm. who seems to have uh, abandoned the stage um, due to a crash. So we hope that he's okay there. Um, we, we don't have any visual on that at the moment, but, um, yeah, we hope that Johan Fansnail is okay. Now, talking of fun sales, I want to know from you, Maylene, or maybe oh, I need you to explain it to me. Uh, Louis Mankis, Daryl Impey, been announced to represent South Africa at the Olympic Games. Well done to them. But why is Yaku yes. Fonsail our national champion, not the one representing South Africa? Uh, Yaku Fenta um, sorry, Yaku is Fenta, the national sorry. champion. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the selectors would have taken into account selection criteria, uh, which is all um, available onto our website as well. As long as uh, a series of race, race events and performances throughout uh, the year um, and taking into um, account the international rankings as well as uh, race experience. Okay, so it's not because you're the national champion you're going to go off and represent South Africa no matter what? Um, no, it's, it's not always the case. Um, it, it can be the case at times, um, but it's, it's not always the case, no. I do, though, think, and we spoke to Louis Mankis yesterday, it's a great selection. Louis's got those mountain legs, and if it does all yes, come together, the MP's a great lead-up man and might very well surprise. Yeah, um, I think the, the selectors have considered that, um, and that together the two riders would be a great combination. And they do have a, a wealth of experience, and that's not taking anything away from Yaku Fenter or any of the other top riders as well in the country. Um, but yeah, um, Louis and Daryl could work really well together, and I think the course uh, suits Louis quite well as well. So we we really do have a lot of faith in those two riders, and we yeah our our, our money's on them obviously, and being patriotic South Africans, we'll be supporting them all the way. Any news of when the women will be announced? Uh, the women will be announced by Sascock. Uh, they have to do the announcements. Uh, we are not in any position to do any announcements uh, of our other team riders before them. Okay. Um, and Sascock will be announcing the rest of the the whole national team that will be attending the Olympics only on the, on the 14th of July. Um, I'm just going to check that date. Yeah, it's the 14th of July. So it's, a, it's still a long wait, and I think we're all going to be chomping at the bit to find out who, who they eventually select uh, 
that they can actually go and participate. And just so we understand, uh, the rules when it comes to cycling is it's got to do with, as you were mentioning, it's got to do with points and things, which is why we're only sending two. Because we, I guess we could send yeah. a team of ten and look, or nine, I guess, and uh, we've got that many cyclists at the moment. Yeah, there are um, limits as to how many cyclists you can send. So it might only be four or five. I know with the women it's only four. Mm. Um, so it's uh, it, it's not just that if, if you've got t- as many as 10 riders in your country because your country is really strong that you can send all 10. And then once the UCI determines according to your nation's ranking and then, of course, your individual riders' points as well, how many riders can actually go from your country, we then submit those names to SASCOC and then SASCOC will ultimately say who, who actually goes as well. So it's quite a, a series of steps that, that get taken. Mm. Okay, let's go on to other things. The B World Championships in Colombia on BMX. We were previewing it last week. Yeah, so BMX is on the go. Um, Colombia is uh, seven hours behind us. So for the elite races, um, we've got one rider in there out of a total of 88 riders, sure. and that's Carl Dodd. Um, so yesterday were the time trial sessions in BMX, and today the racing starts. They begin with their motos, and then they go through to eight quarterfinals, semifinals, and eventually finals, where the top four riders from each of those stages go through to the next rounds until ultimately the finals. So that will be starting, if it hasn't started already, it will be starting fairly soon. So we're still waiting for that. But it's not only about elite riders, you also get different categories. So there's a 20-inch uh, class as well, where the, the racers compete on 20-inch wheels. Mm. Um, and we've had a, a couple of other South Africans competing um, for us in the, some of the younger age groups as well as through to Masters. And uh, Tyron Jones made it to the quarterfinals in the 20-inch race, but unfortunately he crashed out. And he said it was his own fault because he saw a gap that wasn't there. So he got uh, taken out. But fortunately, he was okay. And he actually progressed in the cruiser class, which is the second uh, category race that he takes part in, men's 35 to 39 group. But he went all the way through to the final, and he's come out of that with a world number three. Excellent. So congrats to Tyron. He, um, what happens in BMX racing is if you finish in the, in the final heats and in, in the final eight riders, you get assigned a world number from one to eight. So if you're the winner, you become world number one. Mm. And if you're the last in that heat, you're world number eight. And, and that's uh, something you carry for the year until the next championship. Oh, wow. Excellent. So congrats to Tyron. We're, we're very proud of him. Cross country has been happening in France this weekend. Yeah. La Brest was um, the, the location for cross country number three. Um, it's part, part three of our World Cup series. And... Uh, yeah, Yolanda Neff from Switzerland, she won the women's race. Um, she started on the third row, and just to show the, the strength of, of her riding as well, she was the, one of the younger riders, she crashed uh, quite badly on a drop-off, and she also had to have a wheel change due to a flat tire, and she still won the race, so she did fantastically well. Um, Mariska Strauss was also competing. She finished in 36th place, and Sheree Redeker finished in 44th place. And then in the men's race, uh, it wasn't really an Absalon Schurter race today, but Schurter was uh, dealt two bad blows with two flat uh, tires during the race. Um, and he also had a, a crash, which I think was the reason for his first uh, flat tire. But uh, Absalon finished the race there, and it was an all-French podium at first, second, and third. And then James Reed uh, was competing for South Africa, and he finished in 40th place in the elite men's race. So he's also climbing the ranks in the men's racing, which is great to see. So all over the globe. Hey, your cycling tip, safety tip for the week, please. 
The safety tip of the week is to just scan the road behind you. I know you're going forward, you're facing forward, but it's always nice to know what's coming up behind you. So, uh, you know, learn to look back over your shoulder without losing your balance or swerving. So when you do that, choose the right time to do that and make sure the road is clear in front of you before you decide to glance back. Um, but it's always a, a good idea to know if you've got anything breathing down your neck or if you've got a clear road uh, behind you as well. number of pieces of technology they're making to help you with that these days as well. Yes, there is. <laughs> there is. And some riders even cycle with a mirror. So yeah. if it's uh, an accessory that you'd like to fit on your bike, then uh, I think it, it does come in quite handy. It goes to what we were talking about earlier. Don't wear, don't wear earphones when you're riding so that at least you can hear something That's coming up behind. No, definitely. I mean, the wind buffets you to start with. So you've already got, if you already turn your head to the side, you're going to get different sounds that you can hear. Mm. If you're facing straight forward, the wind creates such a buffeting effect in your ears that you, you don't often hear things clearly. So, yeah, our eyes, uh, you know, sight and sound are, are very important when cycling on the road. Maylene Painter, thanks for joining us every Sunday afternoon, around about half past five. Cycling South Africa's PR and communications officer joining us here on SAFM Sports Special.